Hello and welcome to the Weird Around Illinois podcast. Today we're going to break some new ground. We are going to talk about UFOs. Um, UFOs are not cryptids and they're not ghosts, but they still fall into that realm of something that a lot of people believe in, but there's not a lot of hard evidence for, or at least not a lot of generally accepted hard evidence for. So uh, we thought it falls very nicely into the realm of weirdness in Illinois, so we'd like to talk to you about it. One of the first questions you have to ask yourself is, do aliens exist? Are there aliens? And there's a famous paradox called the Fermi Paradox, which basically states that the discrepancy between the lack of conclusive evidence of advanced extraterrestrial life are at odds with each other. You know, we should, if if there is such a high possibility that extraterrestrial life exists, then we should have evidence of it somewhere. Um, so, you know, that begs the question, is there a high likelihood that extraterrestrial life exists? One of the first things that comes to mind is the size of the universe. Um, so I remember being in high school one day, I was in my psychology class, we were in the astronomy unit, and the teacher basically asked everyone to come up with a question anonymously, and I thought of one question, what is the size of the universe? Um, and I remember the teacher, like, mentioned that story to the class. And everyone was kind of looking blankly, like, what? What kind of question is that? <laughs> like, that was the one question that I think I even heard, like, a few giggles. Like, yeah. no one seemed to understand why that question was there. But it was a serious question that I had. It's a good question. I mean, it's something we have trouble wrapping our heads around, I think, because, you know, we, we human beings can't think on that scale. If, if we just kind of extrapolate from what we know, there are eight or nine planets in our solar system, depending on where you fall on the whole Pluto issue. Maybe another podcast for another day. <laughs> yeah. Um, our solar system is one of thousands of solar systems in our galaxy. Our galaxy is one of potentially millions of galaxies in the universe. And the universe seems to be expanding. So that means there could be new galaxies being born every day. Yeah. So that seems to me like an awful lot of chances for there to be life. Yeah, if it was like one planet planet out of like billions or trillions or however many there are, there would have to be some chance that there would be at least one other planet with some other form of life. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just a single kind of plant. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and... We've actually run into some evidence of that extraterrestrial life. Um, we have had radio signals from outer space that we picked up with all of our uh, listening telescopes that we've had pointed at the skies for decades. Um, we've come up with a lot of you know logical, reasonable, reasonable explanations for these things, but that doesn't exclude the possibility that it could actually be a radio signal from space. Um, there have been UFO sightings all over the all over the planet, and 
you know, if you believe in, if you believe in at least one of them, then you're accepting the possibility that aliens exist. There are uh, meteorites that fall to Earth with bacteria on them, and they're not picking up the bacteria in the upper atmosphere. They're coming with that bacteria embedded in the rock, which means that that living bacteria was picked up somewhere in space. Then there's one other thing. Octopi. You know, there are a lot of other species that aren't nearly... Like, there have been studies showing that octopi are one of the only species that are nearly as smart as us, like, the near the same amount of intelligence. There was one time that, like, a octopus almost escaped, like, a tank, I, or a, oh, yeah, just some kind of water tank. Mm -hmm. It almost got away. Yeah, he had, he had made it out of the tank, across, like, 30 feet of dry floor, got into an, an air duct, and made his way out into almost to, to the ocean. He very near, very nearly made it. Yeah, I was incredibly fascinated when I heard about that. It, it, yeah, it wasn't like he just bolted for the door. That was a plan. Yeah. And they've actually analyzed the DNA of, of an octopus, and they say that there is some DNA there that doesn't match the DNA of any other creature on Earth. Yeah, that itself is just proof that there could be more intelligent life out there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they came here on a meteor years ago, or some, some single cell came on a meteor and evolved into an octopus. For all those reasons, I am willing to accept that there are aliens. I'm willing to accept there's life somewhere else in the universe. The next step beyond that is a little trickier. That's, are there UFOs? Because if we are going to accept that a UFO has visited the Earth, then we are saying not only does life exist, but life exists that is so far more advanced than us that they are capable of traveling light years of distance, distances that we can't travel in less than a hundred years to come and visit us. And so far, the only reason they've visited us is to terrorize a few people driving on lonely roads or, or to make crop circles or to uh, just annoy airplanes yeah to be honest an alien would want to get as far away as possible from us We're, us humans can be kind of destructive if, if i were to be another alien yeah i'd be i'd think that yeah yeah so it's it there's a leap of faith that needs to be taken for ufos but as always i'm open-minded and ready to be convinced um Although I should add another level to the, the Fermi paradox, one that scientists often bring up is a possible explanation for it is, yes, there's alien life all over the galaxy, but the minute they become intelligent enough to have space travel and visit another planet, they also become technologically advanced enough to destroy themselves. And that's exactly what they do. Which is kind of scary for us, because we're just about at that point now. Yeah, nuclear bombs all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of evidence for UFOs, um, I'll tell you about one of the most compelling cases I've ever heard was the crash site at Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, that happened in 1947. Um, famous alien spaceship crash, supposedly. Um, I've actually attended some lectures on this and heard some people speak and they had recordings from people who were at the crash site people who were in the army at the crash site and i can tell you that there are a lot of people very close to that incident 
who believed that it was an alien crash and, and that there may have even been alien bodies removed from that crash site. Um, yeah. And then, you know, more recently, uh, 1986, there were, over Alaska, there was a Japan airliner that actually took video of some a huge UFO that was shadowing it. And I've seen the video. I, I couldn't tell you what it was if it's not a UFO. Bigger than any aircraft I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it's not just a UFO. It's the mothership. Wow. Yeah, it was a tiny little oval. Huh. Um, and then, you know, my personal favorite, due to its proximity, we had the O'Hare sighting, which was this huge disc that was sighted over O'Hare Airport at rush hour. There were literally thousands of witnesses who saw this. There were people who worked at O'Hare, there were pilots, there were people in the tower, and there were tons of visitors who saw it. Uh, it was a disc that hovered over the airport. Some people claimed it was spinning, and then suddenly it shot up through the clouds and actually left a cylindrical ring in the clouds where it burst through. Wow. The FAA said it was a weather phenomenon. I don't believe that. Yeah, so those are those are some some of the more convincing sightings that I've heard of. There have been a ton of other sightings in Illinois. I mean, we were talking about some of them today, especially centered around Lake Michigan. Um, we there, there are some people who claim that there's a reason they're going out over Lake Michigan. There are some people who believe there are actually underwater UFOs that you know live in the ocean or or in deep lakes like Lake Michigan. Um, you know, but there are sightings all over Illinois. I looked at the MUFON website the other day, and there were probably a dozen of them in, in 2022. Um, so all this led us to our investigation. Uh, our most recent one, we went to O'Hare Airport. It was kind of a dual investigation. We went there looking for Mothman, but we had in the back of our heads that this is a hotbed for UFO sightings. And there are a ton of UFO sightings clustered around O'Hare over the years. So we had our eyes on the skies the whole time we were looking. We did uh, uh, we did look at several locations, but there are some problems with looking for UFOs. And this is one of the reasons we've been hesitant to talk about UFOs and hesitant to go on UFO searches in the past. I mean, one of the big ones is, where do you look? How can you predict where a UFO is going to show up? Right. I mean, when we're driving, I just look in the sky. Like, of course, I don't even look at buildings because that's where, I guess that that's where Mothman could be. But right. I'm looking for UFOs, so the only place I could really look is in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for aliens that could be like smarter than us, they'd have to have some kind of reason to be even be visiting Earth. So we have to use reasoning and logic to to think where they might go for some kind of reason like what yeah. happens in that area mm -hmm. why they would just view it in general yeah good point and that's one of the things that led us to o'hare because it is a very very busy airport with lots of air traffic and you know there are military planes that come and go from o'hare as well so um maybe that would attract ufo activity maybe we we face a couple other challenges here though i mean being so close to Chicago, we suffer from something called light pollution. It's the reason why you can't see the stars as well at night as you could if you were like in Iowa or something. Um, there's just too much residual light from the big cities around here. 
And that also means it would be hard to see the lights of a UFO at night. And, you know, there are planes taking off every few minutes and landing and circling. Yeah. I remember uh, quite often when, actually when I was younger, I'd always see those weird blinking lights and I'd always think that was a UFO or something. <laughs> yeah. Because I could never see the true shape of it. It was just lights. Right. right. Now you've got an app that you can track planes with, right? Yeah. I forgot the exact name of it, but yeah, it's there's several I think. Yeah, but that that's handy because then at least when we see something and we can't figure out quite what it is, you just pop up the app and you say, "Oh no, that's a 747 heading for Anchorage." Yeah, mm. and I do also wonder what if the government is somehow involved with it too. Yeah, that's another possibility. I mean, the government could be actually covering up these these sites or these these sightings. Um, and they could be purposely making it harder to find UFOs, you know, making areas restricted where the UFOs are coming and landing. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that you was said that like military planes sometimes like fly to O'Hare, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the uh, good old conspiracy of Area 51. They were hiding something in there and just everybody believed it. Yeah. They were storming it, in fact. It was mm -hmm. disaster. <laughs> well, I don't think they actually stormed it, but. They thought about well, it. No, yeah, they they, tried. They, a lot of people were just at the gates. They didn't actually storm it, but they they were just in the area, yeah. standing. And area Fifty One was supposed to be abandoned. <clears throat> excuse me, abandoned by the government, but um, they still protect it. I mean, it, there's still yeah. fences around it. If you and I tried to walk in there, they would still escort us out rather quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, now, if you believe in aliens. And if you believe there are alien UFOs, you might also believe in another problem we could face, which is aliens could manipulate your memory. There are a lot of people who, under hypnosis uh, or years later, just having dreams or whatever, claim that they suddenly remember that 20 years earlier they saw a UFO. And, you know, how do you defend against that? Maybe we all saw a UFO while we were at O'Hare and didn't realize it. We basically followed the exact same search route that we did for Mothman. We we circled through Rosemont, Bensonville, did the whole perimeter of O'Hare Airport, watching the skies the whole time. Unfortunately, nothing really to report. We, we saw planes taking off and landing. We saw... Uh, flashing lights in the sky, but they made perfect sense to us because they were most likely planes. The ones that we did look up all turned out to be planes. Yeah. So, um, at least on that particular night, there was nothing at O'Hare that shouldn't be. But as with all cryptid searches, it's all about being in the right place at the right time. It could have been 15 minutes after we left, there was a parade of UFOs coming to land at O'Hare. Who knows? I'm not sure exactly how... To have an effective UFO search uh, in the future. It's something we're going to have to think about, and we're certainly open to your suggestions as well. But it, with all other cryptids, they're, they're, with maybe the exception of Mothman, there's at least a chance to put ourselves in the right place at the right time by tracking them, by figuring out what their habitat is, by figuring out you know when they like to be in certain places. With UFOs, we're kind of at a loss. So... All we can do is read old reports, you know, try to see where they have been in the past, hope they come back there in the future. But I know there are a lot of you out there who've been following UFOs a lot longer than we have, so if you know something we don't, please comment. 
Thank you for listening and please subscribe and tell your friends. Thank you.